Hi, this is Liz from the fairytalesite.net, where we explore the genre as it is presented on screen, in theater, and in books. This podcast is specifically designed for the roundtable discussion of the NBC hit series Grimm. Joining me are Kay and Ruben from Nice Girls TV and the Fairy Tale Site. And at this point, I'll turn the mic over to Kay, who's going to start us off. All right. So there was a lot going on in this week's episode, and so um, it's kind of hard to figure out um, where to start, but um, maybe we can start with the Vessen of the Week, and then we can move into some of the uh, mythology going on, because there was some interesting um, stuff in that regard in this episode. So um, I thought this is kind of a unique idea this week of having a um, Vesson who is actually revealing himself on purpose to um, the general public, and, and but they don't realize what they're seeing. And, and so depending on your point of view, he's either um, cheating them or, or helping them. But I thought it was an interesting take. And of course there'd be a Vesson that just happens to look just like Satan. What do you think, Liz? Um, you know, I think I, I actually ended up feeling sorry for the guy because I think generally he was trying to do good and, you know, he was trying to use his um, vessenness to do something good, maybe to relieve some people, to, you know, bring peace to some people or hope or whatever people needed. Um, and I can't, I can't peg that as a bad thing. Um, other than that, I don't, I don't know, I I I didn't care for this Vesson of the Week. Not as much as last week. <laughs> you last think week was cool? ooey gooey, but this week was just kind of eh. What did you think, yeah, Raven? I have I have to kind of agree with with Liz. Um, it was it was interesting to see uh, William Mapather. He's a great character actor who really played that character really well, but. Um, I was bored a little bit too, so at least you're not in, uh, you're not alone in that, uh, Liz. But I I also found it interesting that he one he wasn't cheap you know, because when you think of a traveling minister like that, there's an, sometimes an altruistic reason that they're just doing it that they're just trying to pilfer money from people. But he seemed to have an honest uh, interest in out actually helping people. I think that's what I liked about the story because, you know, my first thought was, oh boy, you know, this person's using his Vesson-ness, as Liz put it, <laughs> um, to, to cheat people. But then, you know, when they had, when Nick and Hank had the confrontation with him in the trailer and he's like, you know, no, this is, you know, really my gift. And it actually kind of made me wonder, um, I think he, I think he really thought he was, he was acting on the side of good, but it almost made me wonder if, if he really did think that, that this was kind of his gift, meaning that, um, that he wasn't saying, Oh, look, I'm a Vesson. I just happen to look like Satan, like what people think of as Satan. And I can use this. I almost kind of felt like maybe he did think that that was his gift from God. And that this was the way he was supposed to, to use that gift. Um, so I thought that that part was really interesting. And then 
you know, what the other part I thought was interesting is kind of the irony is of his, you know, his first, you know, his best friend or presumably or his main, you know, his right hand man, you know, basically turns out to be Judas, you know, and betrays him to his ex-wife. Um, and then the fact that um, they also, in theory, thought that they were doing something good, yet somehow managed to pervert that to the point where they thought that stabbing this poor guy with hot pokers was a good idea. And um, so I thought it kind of showed some interesting sides of religious zealotry in terms of you you didn't, you know, the one that I immediately was like, oh, there's the shyster, turned out to, you know, at the end that I didn't believe that. But then he ended up being killed by people who, you know, who really didn't understand what were you saying, Ruben? Yeah, that was that was one of the scenes that was that was very upsetting to me. I I just kept thinking to myself, you love this man, and you've convinced all these people that we need to stab him to practically to death to save him. Where does that make sense? Although yeah. I guess if you didn't know that Vesson existed, how the heck would you interpret what you saw, particularly? when that is what the guy was trying to get people to think they were seeing. Um, why ever stabbing anything with a hot poker is a good idea, I couldn't exactly tell you, but that that was the part that I thought was, was kind of interesting because everybody, it seems like, thought that they were doing the right thing. Judah thought, Judas, um, or what was, it, what was his actual name? Was it Mark, Luke? I think he was I can't Mark. Remember. I, think he, I yeah. think he was Mark, I think. Mark, Luke, or John. It was one of the yeah. three. Um, but, you know, he obviously thought initially he was doing the right thing. At least that's, I, I didn't get the impression it was just money related or maybe it was. And that's why he, that's why he ended up killing himself. But, but yeah, interesting take, but you know, I don't know how, I don't know how normal people would, um, interpret seeing what they saw. Yeah. True, true. It kind of surprised me that he was married to, or that his ex-wife was not Vesson. You know, I mean, have we seen too much of that, a whole lot of that before? Maybe we have, and I don't remember. Um, I don't don't recall. Yeah, Yeah. where a Vesson would marry a non-Vesson is odd to me. And, and And, And given what that group did to... Monroe, because he married outside of his, you know, pact within the Vesson, why would it, why would the Vesson world allow uh, the preacher to, to marry a human? Well, moreover, not, why... Oh, sorry. No, I'm done. Why would they allow him to publicly display himself like that? Exactly. Because isn't that... Of course, we all know now that the Vesson Council is pretty much annihilated... But, he, you know, this guy had been traveling doing this for a very long time. So, you know, that does beg the question of why the Vesson Council never stepped in and, being, and was like, look, you can't keep, you know, voguing in public like this, except for maybe they were like, well, you know, they won't believe what they're seeing, so it's all good. But so that kind of, that kind of jarred. I wasn't sure what to make of that little bit. I thought that the, the history of this particular Vesson was kind of sad too in the sense that they were misused and mistreated uh, in their history. Oh um, yeah, from what from the, the history lesson that we got from Monroe, right? 
Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I really felt like um, it, it was, they were, they were a tragic kind of uh, lesson, <clears throat> misused, uh, abused, and, um, you know, it, 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 and so for this, this one to use his, you know, um, transformation for, to do something good, it really kind of, I don't know, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, it's, Help me out here, girls. I don't know what well, I'm trying to say. It did end up being tragic because he was trying to do what it seems like he really thought was a good thing and then, mm-hmm. you know, was killed because of it by people who didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. kind of where you were trying to go? Sort of, yeah. But, I mean, I was trying to link it to the way they were used and abused by, you know, quote-unquote holy people in their history. And so now here he has a chance to be able to, you know, um, use his vestedness to maybe turn, maybe change people's minds, or maybe bring about that type of a vestment without people being afraid. Or I don't know, maybe yeah, that's, that's a, wrong too. Because no, but I you, see where you're going with it, and I, I think I think other people might see that too. Maybe. Yeah. The anyway, the interesting thing was is even though that plot line was was kind of serious. Um, there was actually a lot of humor um, in in this episode that I appreciated. Like I, you know, the when the pastor told um, Nick and Hank, "Oh, you're, you know, wait till you see it. You know, you're not going to know what to make of it." And and I'm thinking, yeah, I got a feeling they'll they'll have a pretty good idea right away. And then how <laughs> Monroe and Rosalie were so eager to go, and all four of them go to the revival. Um, you know, like, and they're the only trip. ones in the audience, and they're the only ones in the audience that aren't really reacting the way that everybody else is. That should have right. been a clear indication. <laughs> so I thought that that part was funny, and oh my goodness, Wu's line about how he was the uh, um, he was just the messenger and not from on high. <laughs> he had some good lines throughout the episode, didn't he? Oh my he goodness, he usually does when, anyway. When he deadpans stuff, he's just. So I did really, I I liked that aspect of it because even though it was kind of heavy subject matter, particularly at the end, there was there were a lot of lightness and and kind of jokes that um, that I definitely appreciated. Well, speaking of woo, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that poor man. How long do you think it's going to be before we finally see what exactly is going to happen with him? Until the episode that is called Taming of the Woo. Oh. Oh, there is actually an episode that's called that? There is. I'm I'm looking it up right now to figure out which episode it is. Wow. It is... um, Episode 107, or the 19th episode of this season, April 29th, is called Taming of the Woo. Oh, so we don't have much longer to wait. Wow. So that's two episodes from now. So I'm going to predict between now and April 29th, we might just figure out. It's going to get real. It's going to get real. (laughs) So what do you guys think? Do you guys, I'm assuming he's going to, would he turn into like a bloop bat or would he actually turn into a... um, Lickanthrope, or however you say that. Yeah. Um, wow. That's a that's a good question because we they didn't really give us any information as far as what happens when you're 
unless I'm forgetting what in that episode, what happens if you're actually bitten? Is it something that I mean, do you do you then become um, werewolf? <laughs> I don't think they actually dated anything, and and can and he was like scratched on the leg, so I don't know is a scratch different from a bite? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did it wor- I'm of course I'm going back to the reference that we brought up last week. You know, it's it all goes back to Harry Potter cuz you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to remember if in Harry Potter if you had to be bitten or if you could have been scratched. Cuz how did cuz didn't cause Bill didn't turn entirely into Bill um Ron's brother Weasley. didn't turn entirely into a werewolf. But he, you know, he liked his meat a lot more rare and, and was really scratched up. Mm-hmm. So, oh, gosh, yeah, that's, that's digging back in the recesses of the memory. Whereas, yeah. yeah, whereas Professor Lupin was actually bitten. Yeah, right. and once he turned, he had very much like that guy's mother. He had no control. He had no idea who anyone was, and he just would go crazy, just like she did. Yeah. So it really depends on how... How, what they plan on making him, Bluebot or the werewolf? Woo, just better not kill anyone. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, here's a question: How do you guys feel about that anyway? Yeah. About Woo possibly, you know, becoming something else? Especially if he becomes really dangerous, and then Nick has to, you know, full on be a grim against him. I'd feel really bad because I really like Wu. I don't want to see anything happen to him. Yeah, I feel the same way, but I have a bad feeling that they're going to kill someone off or threaten or get really close to killing someone off because, you know, that's kind of their thing at the end of the season. Yeah, I I, I would feel really bad because I, I felt all the time that Wu was pretty much, you know, us, the viewers, the fans, um, the show through through our eyes would would be pretty much um, dealt with in woo. You know, I mean, even his one-liners are pretty much what you would see on Twitter when you know something happens. You know, so I feel like they would be taking that they would taking that away from us. They would be taking, uh, you know, yeah, I don't and I don't know how important that is. Or not important. I think it's but a good point. I always thought it was kind of a cool thing about this show, you know. So I, it's not going to make me stop watching it, but it's going to be interesting to see. And I think I'm going to be—I don't know—I might be sad. I might not be. Yeah, <laughs> depends I, I hope on what they, don't. they do. It yeah. says taming of the woo. It doesn't say killing of the woo. Of course, that exactly. would be a little obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I keep thinking back to Ruben's comment a few weeks ago that Wu is always on the shit end of grimness. <laughs> well, he is. So it's true. Yeah, so maybe this Pretty is- much so. And I got a feeling that's only going to get worse. But it, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be much more than a stiff neck and blurry vision. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's just a precursor to whatever they're going to dump on that poor man's head. Mm. Yeah, but you know, here's I got I got to say I was reading through the Twitter feed for that night. I was reading through it the next day, and it was hilarious. The writers were talking about how <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. They were talking about how that's that's what he looked like after 
you know, last night's celebration or something. <laughs> yeah, they all went out to celebrate the season six pickup. Yeah, yeah, all which we didn't mention. Yeah, that's true. Congratulations to them. Yeah, that's quite a feat. Sure is. Yeah. So, oh, I think that it's going to be intense. But yeah, I have I worry about poor Wu. He just yeah. man, he can't get ahead. And then, um, so then the other big um, storyline that was advanced this week was the whole um, you know Renard storyline. And I so thought Adeline was going to finally tell Nick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was a big letdown. Yeah, I agree. I think she should have come clean. I think so, too. But at least she did. I think we got a better idea of at least at that moment where she stood. Because she told Nick that she doesn't trust Renard. Mm -hmm. Which was implied by the threatening that they did to each other at the end of their meeting. But, you know, it's always kind of in the back of my mind... So I, I certainly don't think that Adeline, if Renard is evil, that's the big question, I don't think that Adeline would go along with him willingly, even for Diana. I And there have been rumors floating around the Internet about blackmail um, and that Renard is going to blackmail Adeline in some way. Ooh, I mm. haven't seen about that. That's, I don't know if that's a good idea. If she's going to be back to full hex indeed, that's... Dad may bite, come back and bite him in the ass. Yeah, mm. so spoiler alert, fans, yeah. um, if you didn't see the previews for next week, um, we have been promised some beast-on-beast beast action. Um, <laughs> so that looks to be very exciting. Mm. So Interesting how that, would, how that would happen. Well, and mm. the clip, um, which we'll post on the site um, in the next couple of days, actually showed... Um, like basically Eve telling um, Adeline that she better not hurt Nick or basically Eve will kill her, which is an interesting turn of events. Yeah, I was, oh. wondering, I was wondering about that when I saw that clip. I'm like, oh, is there a little bit of Juliet coming out of there now? Hmm. Or is it Eve being completely 100% practical and thinking we can't afford to lose a Grimm in that could be. Oh, there's that too. Yeah. She's that. Yeah. She is she is so completely mechanical right now that I think that would be the only thing that would be in her mind is his value as a groom. How about they when really, he Oh, sorry, Liz. Yeah, they, no, I'm fine. They they just they really need him on their side because I don't know. Yeah, they can't afford they can't afford to have him go completely 100% with Black Claw, because then I I don't even want to see what what trouble would come down the pike from from that. Yeah. He's well, super grim. They need him. But Nick yeah. is never going to go to Black Claw. If anything, no, 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 no. Oh, no, he no. isn't. But you know, I thought it was interesting that uh, one of the characters was it Monroe, um, who said, you know, about Renard. I never trusted him anyway. It's always been a stretch. And really, I think you guys touched on that, that he, you know, he was never really, you never really knew where he was coming from. The first part of the the whole, the show's, you know, like the show's beginning is the first, second season, you know, even the third season. You you wanted, you know, him to be on Nick's side and, you know, this and that, but 
you never really were sure. And then the fact that they, you know, um, what's it? What's it? Zauber beast. Zauber beast. Yeah. They they are very um, attracted to power. That kind of might be a little hint too as to the direction they're going to take him. Exactly. But who knows? You know, I mean, I don't know for sure, but. I don't know. How do you guys? How would you guys think feel about that? I mean, we've known Renard now for four, four years, five years. Five years. I'm still not sure which direction he's going to go, and and that kind of made me think of um, how he's of so the end scene, the Eve scene, which oh my goodness might have been the most hilarious scene I've ever seen. <laughs> Grim. So we'll get to that in a minute. But so my first thought was, how is he Renard going to react? when he finds out what Eve was up to, because he's going to find out. And so I figure, all right, so if Renard is, is, is trying to get Diana, but isn't necessarily in it for Black Claw specifically, um, then, you know, does he respond in one way? You know, if he's, you know, if he's trying to play double agent, does, does that, um, betrayal, although I don't even know if you can betray someone that you don't really have a relationship with, but if Eve, you know, if Eve, with Eve doing that and him finding out, will that drive him to Black Claw? Because he'll assume he can't trust H.W. at all. Ooh. Or can you guys making think my, of other starting scenarios? starting to make my head hurt. <laughs> Ooh, that would be awful, oh, though. He's going to find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no secret stays secret in this show for mm-hmm. very long. Well, and Rachel's going to make some comment about his failure to perform. Oh, my God, and right there, it's, he's going to be like, that's not me. <laughs> no no oh man is going to admit that, right? We had so much fun on Twitter with that. <laughs> I was watching. There was, that was pretty There funny. were a ton of hashtags, performance anxiety, hashtag Cialis. <laughs> 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 and, uh, just um, take a little and blue a, pill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and that just that whole scene. Um, I thought Sasha Rowes did such an amazing job she at really, playing. She really did. You know, playing Eve, playing him, <laughs> which is kind of complicated. Yeah, but he had kind of the wooden kind of like the Eve kind of thing going. But then I totally, I totally bought into it that that wasn't Renard, even though we know that it was the same actor. He right. totally did the whole mechanical Eve, I'm a robot, this is all the better I do, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that whole that scene, how, oh that, my goodness. Seriously, it was just, I was I was just like, oh my God, cringing the entire time. It, well, I guess for, you know, for a human, you know, shot into the episode, it was, it was pretty funny. But other than that, I kind of felt like it was a waste. <laughs> So I I was I thought it has well let's think every time somebody has turned themselves in a hex and beast has turned themselves into someone else and slept with somebody bad things have happened mm-hmm. yeah so that, that kind of made me wonder like um, okay if Eve is now um, if Eve is has become Renard and Rachel gets pregnant or can Eve? No, no, I guess not. Like I'm trying to like figure out how this yeah. all works. Yeah, I, 
I would be surprised if they went that direction, but if not. they did, I, I would be very too. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah, I'd be like, come on, guys, you guys are more original than that. We've already had that twice now. Or, twice, yeah, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, not, let's not go there again. But, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so that was, so I thought that that part was really funny. And, I mean, we didn't find out, you know, we don't know what she's going to find out, because that was the whole idea why Eve did it in the first place, was to try to, um, find out what Rachel knows. So presumably that will be the pillow talk at the beginning mm-hmm. of next week. <sighs> Hopefully, otherwise I will put that whole scene down as a big fat F. Yeah. Because it got it got them nowhere. It got it, it didn't it didn't, it didn't do what it was supposed the, to do. It didn't advance the story and, and give us any further details as. No. Where, where, what, what Black Claw has planned? Right. See, I'm perfectly so. fine with a funny, funny scene that doesn't <laughs> advance the storyline, as long as it's not like totally out of context. Yeah, you don't want to. No, you don't want to jump the shark moment. I'm okay with a funny, funny scene, and that's great and everything. But I guess, I guess, what I'm saying is that I was really hoping that Renard or that Eve would find out something. I was really yeah. hoping for that. I bet she does. Because oh. Rachel did say that, you know, perform first, talk later. The first yeah. part of that didn't exactly go well. So maybe, maybe the talking is the next part. I hope so. Um, I, hope so. I, hope I'm, I hope I'm just blown into the wind here. <laughs> so along that same line... Is there a more ridiculous scene than, that the writers could ever come up with than either Eve or Adeline, whoever, toking from that stupid witch's hat? It was, <laughs> it was funny the way you were saying it. <laughs> <laughs> One toke over the line. Yeah, anyway. such. A, who got the idea? We're going to like make this potion. We're going to put a witch's hat over it, and then we're going to inhale shit that comes out the end. <laughs> Yeah, really have it makes me like, wonder what were they, they, uh, they inhaling writers? when they wrote that. Were the writers doing a little bit along the side? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. A little toking of their own. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, that scene, you know, you're, you know that it's important to the storyline, but at the same time, I'm watching it for, like, the third time now, thinking, oh, my goodness, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that is not the sorting hat. No. <laughs> I love it. Tis not. Yeah, Very true. <laughs> yeah oh so um, that was also a, a good time on Twitter. So, um, yeah, I, I hope we learned something. And I'm really curious to see how Renard takes it when he finds out that not only has his manhood been uh, <laughs> called into question. Yeah. <laughs> but that um, that he was impersonated like that. And um, I don't think so. he's going to take that well. No, I'm thinking he's not going to. Um, well, I, but I wonder, though. I mean, the captain that we know would. He'd be like, yeah, okay, I don't he like would it, but. Understand. Yes, yeah, he but... would know this is if this is what it takes to find out what's going on, um, you know, what what's going on in the enemy camp, then by all means. But is so, that the Bernard that we have right now? That's the question. Yeah, and was um, Adeline's comment about power hungry? You know, was mm-hmm. that a hint or was that a red herring? Because it could totally yeah. be either. Right, right. It, it's you know, it, it made me 
you know, perk up a little and go, uh huh. Yeah. But the what di- is that about? The whole idea of Diana, though, just so complicates things because, and, mm-hmm. and what the heck, Nick thought he was just going to Google Diana on his, like, <laughs> office computer and find something? <laughs> yeah, because that was going to be so easy. I mean, he was the one that hit her in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me I don't want to know, but go hide her. <laughs> but make sure we'll you find have her a later. security number and a paper trail in case we ever need to find her. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, Unless he thinks that, he might think that, um, that what's his name knows, that... Um, I'm blanking out on his name. Meisner? Meisner knows. Meisner's yeah. got to know. I would be shocked if Meisner doesn't know. Yeah. And we haven't seen him for a couple of episodes. So what's going on there? Yeah. Right? Right. Well, you know, he's busy doing, you know, HW stuff. I don't I know. I guess. <laughs> and, 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 and hopefully at some point Trouble will be back. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm kind of missing. I'm, missing. I'm kind of missing trouble. Maybe uh, maybe she'll be back to help tame Wu in some way. Yeah, I don't or know. Maybe trouble just... tends to tame things by shooting them. Well, that's, yeah. that's true. That might <laughs> right. that might be a bad idea. Never mind. I don't know if we want her back. Just trouble then. is definitely a shoot first, ask questions later kind of gal. That's, that's very, very yeah. You have yeah. You have a very good point there. Nick tends but to be might... exactly the opposite. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Like yes. Sometimes maddeningly so. Uh. <laughs> what about um, switching gears? So we don't forget to talk about it. What about um, the not so shocking revelation that the stick of necessity, or the magic stick, um, or Mister Pointy Two, <laughs> may be both miraculous and dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess if you look at it this way, they thought it would be dangerous if it's in the wrong hands, but it's miraculous if it's in the right hands. But how do you determine between the two who's really good and who's really bad? Mm-hmm. In their minds, you know, when they wrote when they wrote on that cloth. I want to know what it is that they saw that made them write that. Exactly. Something something horrific had to have happened with with that stick to make them write those words. What do you bet it's going to have something, they're going to, they're going to uh, link it with something, a historical event, like they, they do sometimes. Which, by the way, I love. Yeah, that, that is kind of fun. Yeah. I learned about what history. I would, <laughs> yeah. That kind of makes sense, because if you think about it, um, <clears throat> you know, that time when the Templars were around, there was a lot of stuff going down and a lot of not very nice stuff. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see that. There were some thoughts on Twitter, you know, wondering if um, now because Monroe was healed, you know, now that he was get, now something bad was going to happen um, oh, God, because he was healed or that no. like the stick transfer, you know, healed him, but then would harm the next or or some interesting oh, ideas. Oh, wow. I hadn't even thought of that. And, or if you use a healing stick on someone who doesn't need healing, what would that do? Ooh. Yeah. Or, you know, what if you tried to use the stick to, say, stake someone? Like, yeah. And does it work on more than just vampires? 
it's kind of a scary it's, thought. There's a lot of scariness there. Yeah. You know, when they leave it so open like they, that. Yeah, they've left it very open-ended that we have no idea just how bad. So with with that in mind, you know, you kind of, at first you're like, well, maybe they can use this stick on Wu, but maybe they do and it makes it worse. What happens when you use it on a Vessin? Well, we know it heals them, Monroe's Vessin. Yeah. So, well, but we mm-hmm. don't know it always does the same thing. Yeah, it, it could be a different thing for each person. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why they were so worried that it was dangerous. There's so many different ramifications that could happen from that that it's almost mm-hmm. mind-boggling. Well, whatever the danger part is, it was bad enough for them to hide that thing away in spite of its healing nature. Exactly. Or did they hide it away because of its power? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, because that's the one thing is, is that the stronger an object is, you know, the more of a potential it has to be dangerous if in the wrong hands. Right. Very true. So, yeah, maybe it it seems, oh, well, it healed Monroe, so it's a good thing, but we, you know, that's the only thing we've seen it do. We don't know what else it does. Yeah. So, but thankfully it is, it is safely hidden, you know, (laughs) down in the uh, tunnel to who knows where under the phone. Right. Right. I still want to see where that goes. Exactly. Yeah, that's my that's my thought too. I want to know they've they've spent enough time on that that there has to be an end point to that. They wouldn't have wasted the time showing mm-hmm. Nick down there if there wasn't an end game to where mm-hmm. that wherever that tunnel goes to. Yeah, they right. better get Nick's shirt off and get him back down in that <laughs> hole so we can find out what's going on. Yeah. Who needs, who needs shirtless Renard? We need shirtless Nick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are hilarious. Oh, and I can do without, speaking of shirtless Renard, I can do without that um, Eve's head on Renard's body again. Oh, my again. God. That, that's just so unsettling. Uh, oh, my gosh. It seems like having a lot of fun. a picture again. of that, of her Ooh. head on his body with a snarky comment on Twitter. <laughs> Yes. I can only imagine. <laughs> I think she was, a little, she was a little grossed out by it, too. <laughs> Ew. What are you doing? The, mag- the magic of CGI. Here's what you yeah. look like. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a Freaky Friday freeze frame there. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, I like that. That's good. Oh, my gosh. Hashtag. New <laughs> hashtag. You're just coming up with them left and right there, Kate. Yeah, I, it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get I don't get uh, stabbed with hot pokers for it. <laughs> nah. nah. So, what were your favorite scenes or lines this week? Uh, you know, I actually I actually wrote one down. Now I don't know what I did with it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think it was at the beginning of the episode when they were talking about Renard and how he's running and, you know, he was up there making his announcement and everything. And, and Monroe comes out with, so are we voting for him? <laughs> I forgot about that. I thought it was oh so funny. 
I don't know why. It just maybe it was the time of, that I was watching. I don't know. It just hit me so hard. I was laughing hilariously. I had to stop and just pause a moment. <laughs> I don't know if I really had per se a, a, a favorite scene this time around. Um, I think I spent most of the episode either being grossed out or or slightly bored. Sorry. <laughs> I had lots of favorite scenes. Well, there um, you go. You can you can you can you can help us out then. I think my absolute favorite was was Rachel and Evenard. Um, Evenard, see there you go again. Hashtag. Hey, I was using that, but I was but um, somebody else came up with it at the same time I did because there were multiple people using that hashtag on Friday night, but. Um, so I love that scene. Um, the other one I loved was when Eve walks into the spice shop and Ooh. Rosalie sees her for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, total deadpan. Yeah, well, you know, the witch's hat thing, I'm, you know, I'm turning into Renard. And then Monroe's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't there some anatomical differences? It hurts, or no? What she said, it's painful. Yeah, no. Or did she say it hurt a lot, or something yeah, like that? She said it, it hurts a lot. I, yeah. I knew it was one or the other. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, the little you know the teenage girl in me giggled at that a lot. <laughs> but you know, once again, there were just some really, really good, funny lines. It was for so much going on. There was a lot of stuff that was that was pretty lighthearted. So, um, did you guys have anything else that, that we didn't cover that you wanted to mention? The only little aside that I wanted to, to make was the, the guy that kind of turned the preacher into his ex-wife. That actor is actually the guy that was in, uh, which is the East End. Which, yeah. East End? West End? Remember the TV show that was on Lifetime? Right. Right. He was, he was, he was the other hot brother that was involved with the sister. No. That's the same actor. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Shave Didn't off we meet ears. him at that party? Yes, we did. Daniel D. Tomasio. That's that. That's oh, my gosh. Same actor. Oh, my gosh. I knew I had to bring that up because I know that show was kind of a favorite among some of us at, at, at Nice Girls. When and we went to a great party at yes, Comic-Con one and year. I, and I thought you guys yeah. had done something... For, for that, and I just needed to make sure that that really is him. If you shave the beard and the mustache off, he had slightly longer hair, but that was him. I even looked it up when his name came up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Right. And, it's, and it bugged it's him. me. It's him. That was him. When I saw his name in the credits, it bugged me. I know that name from somewhere. I know it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have a picture with him. Hi. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, we saw him, Kay. We saw him at the, um, the the party they had. And then I think, what was the name of that place? The Witch's the Cauldron? or I, I can't remember, yeah. I can't remember. It was in San Diego, but they had, Lifetime had a big party, and they were there. They were all there. It was and, a good party. Um, it was a good party. It was a lot of fun. And we had our picture taken with the boys. And, and then we saw him later. Um, we saw him at a restaurant. We went to lunch, and he was there. He was sitting at the booth behind us. Well, I'm glad I brought oh. it up and pointed that out to everybody, for anybody that that. Yeah, I it. totally didn't catch that at all. Yeah, yeah. still missed I tend, that show. I, I, tend to, I tend 
do that a lot. I watch I watch for all the names and the faces. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a little thing that I do. Yeah, we do it here too. My yeah. my daughter and I every time we're watching something. Oh, so and so is on this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, my goodness. That's just my little. I'm still aside. mad about. I'm still mad about that show being canceled. Yeah, we'll probably anyway. have to save that that for a much longer conversation. Somewhere. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, back to Graham. Back to Graham. Yeah. So I am going to give this um, episode two thumbs up. I loved it. I thought it was super fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to give it one because I, there was I was bored a lot. I was just even though I found a lot to talk about for the purpose of the podcast. There's a lot, a lot of material to discuss, but I felt kind of let down. I felt like we should have gotten more out of out of the things that happened, and you know, I was just a little disappointed. And so, you know, yeah, just it didn't do too much for me. I, you know, I think if I if I had to sit and watch it again, I'd say no. I kind of agree. I'm probably gonna give it like a half of a thumb up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I actually found myself where usually I pay more attention and I was doing other things and only cursory really following what was what was happening. Um, yeah, so, me and, too. And, and wow. usually, I'm, uh, usually I'm invested a, quite a bit more that I want to spend, really pay attention to what was going on and I found myself like, oh, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. It'll be interesting to see what some of the other um, reviewers were like. Um, because usually we're not all that different, you know, no. this different. But I love this episode. I saw the screener and then I saw it live, and so it's interesting. Well, that matter, we had it's such all a matter of perception of, of it. Yeah, it's all a matter of everybody's perspective and and, and right. what what draws them in. Yeah, you know, there's it's always there's always there's always a couple episodes in every show that just doesn't hit it on all points and. Exactly. Doesn't mean I'm going to stop watching because doggone oh, no. it, it's a darn good show. <laughs> I want to know what happened to Woo. <laughs> Patience, totally be back. Topper. I know. I know. I want to. I'm I am trying. so excited for the for Adeline versus Eve next week. That I better not be a letdown because yeah. I'm worried the way they're hyping it that it's going to be like one half a scene and it's not going to be near as cool. And Claire Coffee, of course, it. is on Twitter like, just wait. It's I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. And I'm thinking, please don't overhype this so I'm disappointed. It better be yeah. monumental. It better be like, you know, this big showdown. And it's just, it, it really better deliver. Well, even if it's not a big showdown, if it means a whole lot, if it's got a lot of worth and it's very rich, True. I'll be happy. I feel myself satisfied. So well, we will find out very, very shortly. Yes, we, we will. will. <laughs> Greener can't come too soon this week. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to wrap our program for this week. And we are certainly very happy that you guys all join us every week. Tell your friends. Um, be sure to leave your questions or comments, uh, concerns, whatever you need to tell us, your thoughts, your ideas, your take on the episode in the comments below. And then join us, of course, for our next podcast and bring your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at fairy tale site for lively observation and snarkiness courtesy of Kay <laughs> during the during the show each Friday night. She's on there as our, our she's our our expert for Friday night. So anyway, thanks for listening you guys. 
Let's see you next week.